Well, so we are continuing today's Mishnah Yomi, and today we are continuing in Parak Beis, Mishnayis Vav through Zayin. Chapter 2, Mishnayis 6 through 7. Mishnah Vav says as follows, Masa Shazara Rabbi Shimon Isha Mitzvah, Lifnei Rabbi Gamliel. Mishnah tells a story, and the truth is, this goes back to what we spoke about in the previous Mishnah, namely that the Mishnah beforehand in Mishnah Hay spoke about that if one goes ahead and plants in their field, Two different types of wheat. So remember, again, the shaila is, is that one field or two fields for payah purposes. So the Mishnah says it really depends. It depends how it's harvested. If it's harvested as one batch, then you only give one payah. Harvested in two different batches, then ultimately two payos. So the Mishnah speaks about an, an, an episode that happened like this. That Rabbi Shimon Ish Hanitzpah one time planted a field with two different types of wheat. And so the shaila is... The Shiloh was, he asked Rabbi Gamliel, do you have to give one pair or two? And they went into the Lishka Sagosis, the chamber of hewn stone, which was the seat of the Sanhedrin in the base of Mikdash. And they, and they asked the, they asked the Shiloh, Amar Nochum Halavlar. So Nochum, who was Lavlar, is a sulfur, is a scribe. So Nochum the Lavlar said, Mekubalani me Rabbi Miyasha, I have a Kabbalah for a Miyasha, Shekibal me Abba, who went ahead and had a Mesorah from his father, Shekibal min Hazugos, who went ahead and had a Mesorah from the Zugos. The Zugos, you know, are the Shmaya Natalion, Hillel, and Shammai, Shekibal min Hanabim. And they in turn received it from the Nabiim. Halacha lemoshe misinai. And in fact, it is halacha lemoshe misinai. That's what bizore asadeu shneimenechitin. That when you sow two different types of wheat in your field, imason gore achos nosepe achos. If you harvest all of the wheat at once, then it's considered to be one crop and only one payah. Shtei granos. But if you go ahead and you harvest it in two batches. No same stay peos. Then you go in and you give two peos, very much in line with the halacha that we learned in the previous Mishnah. Beautiful. Mishnah Zayin. Sada Shekitsaruha Goyim, Kitsaruha Lusim. So just to give you the background here, the Bartanura says that by peo, the Pasik says, Ubekutsrechem. Remember, it's again, the Torah says, Ubekutsrechem eskitsir artsechem. When you will go ahead and harvest your field, you have to leave a corner, you have to leave a payah. What the Mishnah's Nadaik on this is the idea that it's only when you harvest it. If someone else harvests it, then halacha there is not a chiv of payah. So the Mishnah gives a number of examples. So for example, what happens if non-Jews came along and harvested your field? Now, the Bartanura points out, we're obviously not talking about workers, because of course, if workers harvest your field, your workers are an extension of you. So that's not what we're referring to over here. We're talking about Goyim came along and harvested the field of their own volition. Or listen, robbers, karsamuha nimolim, or ants chewed through the stalks, and as a result, the stalks fell. Or the wind broke the stalks. Or an animal came along and chewed off the stalks. So in all of these situations, the field has effectively been harvested, but it wasn't harvested by you, Ptura. Therefore, again, it is potter from payah. And again, in all of these situations, it's not compliant with the directive of Obekutzrechem when you harvest your field. The Mishnah goes on. If you harvested half, and let's say robbers harvested the other half, Ptura, Shechovas Hapeya Bekamo. Ultimately, again, it is exempt, and it is exempt because again, Halachalamaisa. 
Because remember, if you take a look at actually, if you take a look at the Bartanura, so the Bartanura says over here, So the idea over here is when you harvested your part of the field, so ultimately the payah was really satisfied with the standing grain. Now that halacha lemaisa, now that halacha lemaisa, it's been cut down. See, here's what's interesting: you harvest part of the field. And then afterwards, the Nachri comes along and harvests the other part of the field. So technically speaking, you, the Jewish farmer, have satisfied your payah obligation with the part of the grain that was left standing. Now, of course, a non-Jew came along or someone else came along and of their own volition cut down the rest, thereby taking away the payah. So therefore, I'm not obligated anymore to go ahead and create any additional payah because I did my part. I fulfilled my obligation. Now, once someone else goes ahead and cuts down the rest of the standing grain, unfortunately, again, there's no more payah for the aniyim. It's the poor who lose out. But I, the landowner, would not be obligated in any subsequent payah compensation or payah allocation. We'll stop over here for today. Wishing everyone a wonderful day and a good Shabbos.